thank you for tuning in to The Way Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to showcase the way that God wants us to live by looking at what is written in His Word. The Bible says God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. This is That Way. Here is your host, Houston Welch. Welcome back to The Way Podcast. I'm your host, Houston Welch. We're back here again with my good brother and God's servant, Johnny Royal. And today we're going to be discussing uh, faith. Now, in Scripture, that something that maybe not a lot of people know is that the Bible actually mentions three different types of, of faith. And when you're studying Scripture or you're reading throughout your Bible, it, it, it would be good to know um, the distinction that there, first of all, that there are three different types of faith. And we'll explain what we mean by that. And then that way you can determine what faith you're reading about whenever you do read the Scripture. Uh, so, Johnny, what three types of faith are, are we talking about here? Yeah. So every time that word faith um, comes, uh, every time you come across that word faith in your studies in the Scripture, you need to try to find the context for what that's talking about, because you can misunderstand a verse if you're not aware that that, that faith could be in reference to either the idea of faith, um, just having, having faith in something, uh, trust that type of faith. There's also the mention of the faith. We might more uh, readily call that the gospel system, just the system of righteousness that God has set up. That's what sometimes the scriptures refer to the faith. And then there's just a belief uh, or an individual faith that you might have. Yeah, yeah. So, so backing up each of those with with some script with some scripture. First of all, we don't have to go far to understand the 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 ones ones faith um, that they have in God. Uh, we can go to Hebrews chapter eleven, also uh, Romans chapter chapter four. Uh, Paul gives a, a great example of that faith through Abraham. This the same faith that Abraham had, and we'll go, we'll elaborate that on that a little bit more on what that is. Uh, but there's a couple of passages of reference for those when we're talking about the faith. Now, almost every New Testament letter mentions the faith in some form or another, uh, but it's most most mentioned through throughout the book of Galatians. And so when you're right, reading Galatians, Paul is, is writing to them regarding the faith. And a verse that I want to mention is Galatians 2 uh, and verse 20. Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who, got, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, he's not talking about the faith of Christ in the same sense that we, the, the faith of Christ that he has in God, in the same sense that uh, our faith that we have in God, but rather he's talking about the faith which belongs to Christ, the, the gospel system. Uh, whereby we are saved or by which we are saved. And you can also study uh, throughout the, 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 the Galatian letter and read other times where it mentions the faith clear and distinct. And then now there's another um, faith which is mentioned in Romans chapter 14. We'd have to go to Romans 14 to find that in verse 23. And, and Romans 14 is regarding one's individual faith. Now, this isn't the faith 
that saves you, but it's one's particular belief, whether it's a, a righteous belief or whether it's just a misunderstanding, uh, not, a, not a condemnable misunderstanding, but a misunderstanding nonetheless, not a, a mature um, understanding. In verse 23, he says, he that doubts is condemned if he eat. Now he's talking about, uh, let's say you, there's a, a brother and Paul calls him the weaker brother. This brother he believes he come out of idol, um, idolatry and he believes that if this particular meat is sacrificed to an idol, that he's not allowed to eat it. Now, a mature Christian and most of the Jews understood, well, it means nothing whether it was sacrificed to an idol or not. That's that idol is literally nothing. And so when this meat was, was sacrificed, nothing was happening there. So it's, it's perfectly acceptable to eat. But for somebody who was coming out of idolatry, they might see that that is something wrong because they once viewed it as something uh, that, 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 uh, that they were sacrificing to this particular idol. And so this, uh, this, he that doubts, is condemned if he eat because he eats not of faith. He believes that it's wrong for him to eat that. And so if he believes that it's wrong for him to eat that, then he is condemning himself for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And so it's, it's undergoing his own personal beliefs. It may not be a complete understanding. It may not be a full understanding of, of God's will, but it's still his belief. And so those are the three types of, of faith um, mentioned uh, in Scripture. Now, uh, moving on to the, to, the, to the true biblical faith. Why is, why, first of all, why is faith important, Johnny? Yeah, faith is important, uh, I guess, <laughs> for the reason anything's important, because um, God says that it is. And so faith is important because God has, and here again, it's like, you know, which faith is important. And so the system of faith is important because that is the system that God has established uh, to make man righteous. There's no way that we could be right in the sight of God without that faith. Um, I guess personal faith is important just for what we just read in Romans. You know, if you believe something to be wrong, if it violates your conscience, uh, then, then that, that's wrong. You, you shouldn't do that. Um, and, and I guess faith is important also because in this system that God spoke of, uh, the system of faith, why did he choose that word faith if, if uh, believing and trusting and obeying in him was not an important part of, of our journey? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, a verse to, to show that God requires um, faith, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, but without faith is, it is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so that kind of moves us on to what a true biblical, um, a true biblical faith is. Uh, Johnny, would you care to elaborate what a, what a true biblical faith is? And we're talking about, we're not talking about the faith, the gospel system whereby one is saved. Now we're talking about um, one's faith in God. Yeah. And so faith in God, and I'm going to allude specifically to Hebrews chapter 11 in the first verse there, where I think he gives a description of faith. And I want to compare it to how we typically interpret the word faith. Um, 
faith we typically think of as as a belief or a mental acknowledgement, something that we think to be true, and that is part of faith. But Paul used much stronger verbiage for the faith, uh, or the writer of Hebrews, I'll say, uh, for for faith in Hebrews eleven, and faith is substance. And the writer says, faith is evidence and substance and evidence are, are two things uh, that are not wishy-washy. Uh, he said, hope is substantiated by faith. That's a way of looking at that first portion of verse one. Yeah, yeah, and then I, he says, go there ahead. There was one brother in regard to substance. He, he likened it to, um, so you've got, you've got hope, but it's built on something. It's yeah. substance. It yeah, is, it is. It is what is below hope. It's holding up hope. Hope is built on 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 faith. Yeah, and so that, that Greek word is hypostasis. It's a standing under. And so imagine something standing directly under hope, holding it up. That's what faith does for Christians. And so hope kind of is something that that isn't necessarily, uh, I guess, really media. It's our faith that substantiates that hope. And uh, not to get too off topic. Let's look at the second part of verse, the evidence of things not seen. And so there are a number of things that, that we haven't seen. Um, for instance, we haven't seen God. We haven't seen the things that are talking about in the old Testament. You know, we, we haven't, uh, we didn't see the earth uh, that was flooded. We didn't see the ark that was built. We didn't see Jesus. We didn't see the disciples, but it's our faith that allows us to know that those things uh, are true. It's our faith that is the evidence for those things that we have not seen. Yeah, yeah. Talking about um, talking about our hope, Peter in First Peter chapter one and verse eight, and, and he speaks of Jesus. He says, "Whom having not seen, you love; in whom, though now you see him not yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls." And, and there he's, of course, he's talking about the hope. We could reference back to, to verse um, three in regards to that. Uh, so, yeah, so, the, so faith is the, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. There's a, there was an MLK quote, uh, and, he, and he said, faith is taking the first step even though you don't see the staircase. And I might be misquoting that a little bit, but that's still hitting the idea. And, and I do believe I like, I like that. Um, I like that statement. I like the, the, the quote there because I believe it to be true. I believe that if you have a faith in God and now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And if we put all of these things together, one's faith that he has in God simply means to trust in God. Uh, and also the word faith is, is you could, you could uh, use it interchangeably with belief. Uh, when you read he that believes and is baptized, Mark 16, verse 16, and anytime you le- uh, read about um, believing or believes, et cetera, throughout, throughout the scriptures, it's, it's the same word, but it's the verb form of faith. And so those two mean the exact same thing. God so loved the world uh, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him uh, should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so that, that's the same, same idea or the same exact same, same thing as faith. Now, if faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, so God tells you something. 
and you get faith or you have faith by that, what does that truly mean? What does this belief mean? Well, when we reference back to verse six, he says that they must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So like Johnny mentioned before, faith isn't just believing that God is. That is a part of it. But it's also that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So not only do you believe that God is, but you also uh, seek him out. You're also doing something. Uh, often, I like to, to view faith um, using three words to define it. Uh, first, it's accepting God's word. Second, it's agreeing with God's word. And then third, it's acting on God's word. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So in first, accepting God's word. God tells you something and you accept it. Now, what I mean by that is there are a lot of people, to give example, there are a lot of people who believe that God, uh, that he exists. There are a lot of people that believe in that. But, and that would be accepting. So you might, you might believe that, um, you might believe that God is, and you accept that fact, but then there's something more to it. So, so God has, has stated certain facts throughout Scripture, and then you either have to accept whether those things are true or not. Now, whether or not you accept them, is, is it, that's taking the first uh, uh, step of faith. It's taking him at every word. It's not picking and choosing some things, but it's taking him at every word. And then the second uh, stage is agreeing with it. So I might accept that God exists, but I may not want him to. If you see the distinction between those two, you can accept what I say, uh, but you may not agree with it. Well, you may accept what I say to be even somewhat uh, truthful, somewhat factual, but you may not agree with it. You may not want to agree with it. And those two combined, both accepting and agreeing, is trusting in God. And so like when God says that, that he uh, is able to save us, well, we might accept it, but we may not agree with it. it because we might accept, well, God made the statement, but I may not believe that that's completely true. And then the third and final part, and, and we'll, we'll get back to Johnny on this one, is acting on it. Faith is, 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 of course, it's trusting. And then like the song that we sing, it's obeying as well. Uh, Johnny, do you have anything to say in regards to that? Yeah. And so uh, I'm going to take that and tie it to the idea of, of faith as it involves and pertains to logic. And so we're going to take care of both these and, and kind of one thought, or at least I'm going to attempt to. Okay. And so faith is... Um, if you study biblical faith, it's not something that's passive, which is how faith is commonly talked about or belief, but it's active, like you pointed out. And so faith, as God talks about it, is not something uh, that is solely in the mind, but something that is done. Um, because when you study through Hebrews chapter 11, uh, we all probably have heard this before that there's there's the subject of the sentence and then there's a verb by faith this subject did mm -hmm. this by faith this subject did this 
Uh, Noah built an ark. Abraham went out. Uh, Abel offered unto God. And so each one of those, they did something, but they did it through faith. And you have to really study faith throughout the entirety of scriptures to understand how it relates to uh, how it relates to being an active and being something that is is intertwined with our actions. And uh, I guess one more thing that I'll mention is as, as, as it relates to logic is found in verse three. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the world of God. And so when you look at the world, they've been trying to come up with the, the origination of, of man and, and the earth and the universe for thousands of years. And if you look at textbooks from 100 years ago, they look a little different than 80 years ago. And those textbooks look a little different than from 60 years ago. And those textbooks look a little bit different from 40 years ago because they truly don't understand how the worlds were framed. They're trying to figure it out, but they don't really understand. But through faith, we understand. People that believe the Bible today, they say that the world came from the same place that people uh, believe the words of Moses thousands of years ago after the Holy Spirit penned uh, Genesis 1 through him. And so our faith makes sense and we're willing to act on it because it makes sense. It's all tied together. If you truly believe something, it's more than saying you believe it. It's actually doing that. And so I want to look at James uh, chapter 2 and verse 17 and, and following there. Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? And so a lot of people have an issue with, with James. You look at Calvin historically, the issue that he had with James or people trying to understand how can faith be justified by works? And it's just simply this. If you truly believe something, if you're convinced, yes. you'll, be, you'll be willing to act out on that thing. And biblical faith is believing what God said, believing it so much that you're willing to do it. And that shows a complete faith. Not a faith that's only in the mind, but a faith that's complete because even your actions follow through with your uh, mental acknowledgements. And that's yeah. how. Yeah, exactly. If, if I if I trust what somebody said, so like. Let, let's take this, for example, and only because I'm using this because it's common with me. I'm not a very punctual person. Uh, I, I, I hate to admit that, but at least I can admit it that I'm not I'm not punctual. I'm not always on time. Never really have been. Perhaps it may have been my upbringing. Um, but so if I tell somebody that I'm going to be a particular place at a particular time, hey, we're going to meet at this certain time. And then I show up 10, 15, 20 minutes late. They, if they're punctual, they're going to be there on time. But then they realize, well, his word's not entirely true. And then... The next time I tell them, well, let's meet up at this particular time. I'll be here two o'clock, let's say. And I show up a little bit later again. Well, if, if they're a good fella, they, they'll probably show up at the same time. But then maybe the third time that we make that, that same meeting, they may not be willing to show up at, at that time. They may be, well, I know that he's not going to be there. 
And so they don't act upon your word because they don't they don't trust you. And so and it, I, I like to use this illustration as well in talking going back to the to the trusting and and agreeing with it. So it's like it's like if you're in a fire, a, a house fire and you're on the second story and there's somebody outside the building. And you know that the only way that you're going to be able to, 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 to survive is to get out of the building, of course. And the person out there tells you that, OK, we we've got we've got a we've got a, a, a trampoline down here. We've got a sheet to catch you. Just just make the jump. We've got your salvation out here, your physical salvation out here. And you accept that you want dearly to accept it because, well, you don't really have any other options and you agree with it as well. And then your faith is going to lead you out, jumping out. And so it's, it's in a similar situation, except even though we may not see it there, if we do trust in God, we're going to act upon what he has said. If we trust that God is able to save us and that he's more than willing to save us, our faith is going to be the acting factor uh, which leads to our salvation. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we are, we are saved by our faith, but our faith is going to act upon God's word. Uh, we would have a hard time separating biblical faith from trust and obedience because when god talks about faith it's all intertwined and if we truly do believe in the sense that we talk about like have if we truly are are convicted of this in our minds and our hearts obedience really isn't hard think about all the ways that people uh people have a problem with certain parts of the scripture they said does god really expect me to be baptized did does god really expect certain things that maybe we don't understand does god we might say these people should stay in this relationship maybe they're in an unscriptural marriage or maybe they're in a in a same sex relationship and they think that love is 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 love or whatever terms they use and, and they say how could god not want this but the truth is if it's in god's word if you truly believe uh god says what he means obedience isn't hard yeah and it's like it's like Moses. What if Moses said, does God truly, does he truly need me to speak to this rock back in numbers 20? The answer is God truly did want Moses to speak to that rock because he struck the rock when he, when he should have spoke to it. And the Lord numbers 2012 spake unto Moses and Aaron, because you believed me not. And so what Moses did was he didn't obey God, but God said, you didn't believe me because Moses didn't trust him. And so yeah. if we want to be said of us that we believe God, we trust God, or simply we have faith in God, our actions have to show it. And it's easy when you look at the whole of scripture as it talks about faith, it's a little easier to see that. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's a really good example. We've got just a, a little bit of time left. We might actually be over. Um, but I, I want to elaborate on that a little bit because so Moses, he still, he knew you, you might see a semblance of faith there in that he still looked to the rock for, uh, for the water, but he went beyond what God said, or he went about it his own way 
rather than doing what God had told him to do. And you see that a lot of times you see a semblance of faith. You see something that looks like faith, but it's not. You're not doing what God has, has told you to do. Um, we do appreciate you listening and tuning in. If you stay tuned in to the close, uh, we appreciate you. Um, be sure to, to rate and review us and go check out the Scattered Abroad Network page on Facebook. Uh, be sure to like and share it and be sure to like and share this podcast as well if you're listening to us through Facebook. We do appreciate you and have a good day. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.